Flintless Manufacturing is a full-service metal fabrication shop located in beautiful Burlington, Iowa. Flintless is now hiring for welders, painters, and machine operators for both first and second shift. Call 319-752-2781. Well, Eichelberger Farms presents the Waco Warriors here on Round Guy Radio. we got Coach Edeker with us. Uh, Coach, congratulations on a big win Friday night. Thanks, Dave. Glad well, to be here. Well, we were there... Uh, I sit next to Jeff Mills. Boy, he got some great highlights to uh, highlight your players for college recruiters and stuff. And there was a lot of highlights to go over. Um, really, really played good. I bet you had a smile on your face at the end of that game. We did. I mean, when anytime you can, you can at the end of the third quarter, end of the first quarter, look up at the scoreboard and see you had 37 points on the board of the first quarter. Obviously, something went right. I mean, not just offensively, but defensively too, because you got to get the ball back quick in order to score 37 points in a, in a quarter. So, I mean, everything went really, really well for us. Yes. I remember at the end of, it was about, it was about a minute and 11 seconds left uh, in the first quarter. And I looked over at Jeff. I said, you think they can score again? Cause you didn't have the ball. And lo and behold, you did. <laughs> I mean, it was a, it was an offensive juggernaut game. It was a defensive juggernaut game. It was a special teams juggernaut game. Um, uh, let's start with the defense. Um, Man, uh, this was, you know, I always see, everybody always talks about Colton Lichty, and, they, and he's great, and everybody deserves to. But what about uh, his uh, uh, counterpart there, uh, Chase Waterhouse of Payne? Uh, I thought he had a great game. We did. Because of coverage reasons, we flipped Colton and Chase. Uh, we had Colton play the strong end this weekend, Chase play the weekend. Uh, and Chase showed that he really likes that weekend, too. Uh, not as many tight ends, and unless people trying to block you, and and you know, I think he had four tackles for losses, including a sack. And, you know, that front four, our front four, and I say four because I include Loudon in, in that in that little triangle with, with Adam and, and Jonathan rotating it's at nose guard now and, and Colton and Chase at the ends and put Loudon back there at the linebacker. Those front four there, uh, I think they had 18 rushing plays. And on the 18 rushing plays, eight were tackle for losses for us. And another four were tackle for zero yards. So 12 out of their 18 rushes went backwards or nowhere. Uh, and that was all those four guys. They did a really, really nice job. Uh, you know, you can throw in, in Joel Meyer out there, and, and he took away a, a couple sweeps that they tried to run, and he just, you know, stopped them in their tracks. And, you know, those those four or five guys just did a great job. And, and we basically turned them into a one-dimensional team. Uh, that really helps uh, the D-backs even. I mean, I understand that seems weird. It helps the D-backs. But when the D-backs don't have to worry about running can just worry about pass, uh, they get better really, really quick. Uh, they, they, they were able to complete some passes early, you know, and we're still in that feel-out mode. But I thought our D-backs did a really nice job of adjusting to what they were doing. And, you know, after that first quarter, they didn't complete too many more balls, and, and our guys were right there. And, and you know, it was, a, it was a very good defense performance. You are correct. Yeah, there was a lot of um, turnovers, takeaways, interceptions, blocked punts, picked up and run back for touchdowns. Um, wow, it was a... They were they weren't just a weapon of defense. They were a weapon of offense at the same time, weren't they? They were, and that block punt. I mean, Coach Roth had saw some stuff on tape and thought, boy, we can get one of these. You know, he take their punter a little slower getting it off and took three full steps. And you know, Colton didn't get past the blocker, but he was able to push the blocker back into him and get his hand on it. And then you know, um, Hunter, who was was blocking one of the wideouts, saw the ball come short and was able to pick it up and and just had a, a you know a I wouldn't say it's easy walk into the end zone, but I mean, had an open route and had to, 
and and got a nice touchdown out of it. That was a, a nice heads up play by by Hunter to to get there in the end zone and you know yeah, Hunter and, Hunter and then, had his head on a swivel. You know, uh, there's another player I don't remember who it was, but you know the ball was going by him. He made a valiant effort diving for the ball, but Hunter uh, picked it up. He had his feet underneath him and he had his eyes open to find that route to the end zone because it wasn't exactly uh, a free shot. Uh, no, but he, he made a maneuver. Uh, uh, man, he he was good, and he was he had a great game. Let's talk a little bit about Hunter Hughes's game. Oh yeah, he did a nice job. Hunter's really settled in, you know, for never playing football before. He's not since the sixth grade. Um, he's done a really nice job at corner force. I mean, he stepped in. Uh, he does a nice job of covering. I mean, he, his athletic skills that he uses in basketball and what he used to use in baseball when he was playing that uh, translate to the football game really well at D back. Uh, you know, he, he keeps. He's able to see multiple things at one time. He, he breaks on the ball well. Uh, you know, he does a lot of things right and does a, a really nice job at D-back for us. And, you know, and we were worried, not worried, but we were wondering would he tackle, you know, not having contact since sixth grade. And he's done a really nice job of tackling out of that out of that corner position also. So, yeah, he's done a really nice job out there. Well, we uh, put up a poll last week on my Twitter page about X-Factors, you know, uh, and, and Hunter Hughes was your X-Factor. Uh, um uh, Cole Kindred, Derek Sigourney, um, um, uh, a kid we like to call downtown Robert Brown at Pekin, and uh, uh, Cole Milks over there. And boy, all four of those guys made me really proud. Uh, what? How is Hunter? He's uh, uh, he's even settling into his role better as a X factor, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He does a lot. Like I said, he does a lot of stuff for us, and and you know he, he's really bought into the team mentality. You know, we're we're a team out there, and we're. And he's willing to do whatever he wants. I'm sure he would like, you know, he caught a ball on offense for us last last night too. We, he got his first touchdown receiving. Uh, you know, we, we can use him in the pass game some too. He, he has really good hands. And, you know, he, he's he's a, a good addition to the team. I thought he was a good route runner. Yeah, his, his slant was really good. I mean, we don't throw the ball a ton, but, I mean, when, he, when we ask him to, he does a nice job with it, yeah. Well, I thought you were proficient with your throwing game, and I thought it was a, a... – I was surprised uh, how, how often you did throw. Scotty Melvin was raving about your quarterback, Miller. Uh, I'm not trying to flip it over the offense hole, 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 but let's talk That's about uh, – I thought he was great. I thought he had timing, and I thought he uh, was under pressure quite a bit, got out of it. Uh, there was a few times where the hike – he didn't quite handle the hike the best. Or maybe it wasn't a perfect hike, or maybe it just slipped out of his hands, but he'd get back a hold of it and then make a quick decision and on a busted play, you know. Uh, he seemed to have pretty good reactions on busted plays. Where are you at with his progression this year? He's doing a really nice job. Um, you know, he struggled a little against Winfield and, and, and wasn't able to, you know, was a little high on everything, and he's doing a much better job. I and mean, we've worked in practice about getting his feet. I mean, the biggest thing with, with Clayton is as long as he can get his feet under him and get set and get his mechanics correct, he, he does a really nice job of throwing a really nice catchable ball. Uh, when he gets into trouble is when he, you know, he doesn't get his feet underneath him and he gets his hips open and he, and he sort of sails things high and, and over the top. And, you know, we just keep working on that. Uh, he's working on it. He does a nice job of, of directing the, the whole offense and he's athletic. We didn't ask him to run a whole lot uh, on Monday or on Friday night, but I mean, he can run the ball really well for us too. And it's, it's just, uh, you know, he's just doing a, a nice job. I mean, you know, it, it, it sort of gets to the point where we're four and one and we're playing really well, but that one loss is all you think about. I mean, in our other games, we've played really well. I mean, offensively, uh, we did a really nice job uh, Friday night. Uh, our offensive line is starting to gel. It's starting to figure out the, the blocking scheme a little better. Uh, we had several 
plays to the end zone without touched. I mean, Loud done his first one was 44 yards out, and there was a huge hole to run through, and uh, safety got a, a hand on him for just tried to push him out of bounds, but barely got a hand on him, and he was down the sideline for a score. We scored on our on our next play on our next drive on touched on a, on a 21 yard run. So, you know, we're really doing a, a much better job of, of getting off the ball and, and making holes for people to run through, you know, and, and we did work on throwing some more and, and Clayton did a nice job of, of completing a couple balls for, for touchdowns and get a couple balls for extra points. And, you know, offensively it, it's, it's starting to gel. I mean, I shouldn't say, that. I mean, we've, we've scored some points all year, but I mean, it really felt like we had a really, really uh, good offensive night. Well, you lit up the Christmas. You lit up the scoreboard like a Christmas tree last night uh, or Friday night. Uh, uh, well, Eichelberger Farm has asked us to pick up a, a player of the week, and this was the most difficult uh, ever. As a housing game made a pretty pretty valiant effort. Uh, um, uh, 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 Waterhouse is pretty pretty hard to deny him, but I went with uh, Reese Oswald because uh, he did he did a lot too, and. Um, Scotty Melvin's been talking about what a weapon he is, and uh, um, you utilized him pretty great in that game. How how did uh, uh, what did you think of his play? Well, I thought he did a really good job. I mean, obviously he ran for a couple scores and he caught a, a caught a pass for a touchdown. Probably the thing that, that, that most people didn't see because it doesn't show up in the stats is they really like throwing to their split end number six. He's a, a fast little freshman, or not freshman, sophomore receiver. And they do a lot of isolating him on the backside. And, you know, Coach Roth came up and, and said, you know, we're going to put Reese underneath him. So Reese, from his linebacker spot, really worked hard at getting underneath any route that, that he would run, which allowed Clayton to play over the top. And so we weren't really double covering him. But, you know, in a zone concept, we had two people aware where he was at. And I thought Reese did a really, really nice job of, of staying underneath him, uh, taking their little, their little speed out away. Uh, they still tried to throw it a couple times, and we were there to knock it down. I mean, Reese was the first one to say that he thought he should have had a pick six on one of them, hit him in the hands, and and didn't uh, didn't catch it. But um, did a great job of of covering there, and you know he plays our weak outside linebacker for us. And between Colton normally and and Chase this last week, he doesn't get a whole lot of tackles because they don't get past Colton and Chase to get to him very often. So. You know, just an all-around good game for for Reese, and I think that's a great choice. Yeah, I I just uh, it was a struggle, and and Jeff Mills and I, he was like, I have no idea. He thought he had to go home and look at the film to decide. And there was, uh, uh, let's talk about housing game. Man, he is just turned into a powerhouse. You just hand yeah. him the ball, he goes right up the middle, starts stiff arming people, make a move or two here and there. But he's pretty much he's he doesn't seem like a, a guy that really changes directions a lot. He, he pretty much just north and south. He will definitely like. He'll definitely run you over. Uh, I mean, in that first series, that uh, he really did a great job of setting the tone. You know, the very first series, the very first carry for him, uh, number eight, their their middle linebacker stepped up and tried to fill the hole, and Lauda just really dropped his shoulder, just like you said, and went north south right through him. Uh, just just ran him over, and the kid got a tackle, but Loudon got about three extra yards as he fell over top of the guy. And, you know, it just really set the tone. That, that kid did not want to step up and make that play again later on the, the third play of that drive. You know, a very similar type play, and the kid wasn't anywhere to be found and loud and walked into the end zone from 44 yards out. So, you know, he, he really did set the tone. I mean, defensively, he does so much. I mean, he's, he's and I shouldn't say quiet, because he, he leads us in tackles almost every game. But, you know, 
he doesn't get the sacks. He doesn't get the the tackle for losses as much as as loud not loud as Colton and um, and and uh, Chase does. But he's just right there. He he knows he got us into every coverage. Uh, you know, he's such a smart linebacker. He knows he, he gets people where they're supposed to be. He's always he's always talking. He's always getting people there. And then you know, like he said, he just goes all out. He is a hundred percent effort on every play, uh, and just does a great job for us. Well, uh, here's a kid that didn't play all the time, but played a little bit, and I, I thought he played pretty well uh, when he came in, gives the big man uh, Stafford a little break, and that's this Neil kid that Scotty Melvin likes so much. Yeah, Brian does a nice job for us. He, he plays center on offense, and, and he rotates in at the DN and, and the nose guard spot. I mean, on pass downs, he's a little quicker than Adam, so we'll put him in sometimes. Uh, you know, we actually got we got a, a, a kid back. We got uh, Jonathan Heather's back, and was able to play for the first time. And he did a, a real nice. You know, between the two of them, it's really given us a really deep defensive line. Uh, you know, between you know, we now have five guys to play three spots, and we're comfortable with any of the five guys in there. So uh, that really gives us a lot of depth, and and you know, it's just going to make us better as we go down the road here. Another kid I heard his name, uh, I've heard this game, I've heard other games, is just, I think his name is Myers. Yeah, Joel Meyer, you're not, and if, you know, he's probably the smallest kid on the field, but he's also probably the best tackler on the field. He does just a great job of staying low, wrapping up legs, and getting people down. Uh, he plays our, our, our strong outside linebacker. Uh, he's going to challenge anybody. It doesn't matter, uh, you know, the size of the kid coming at him. He's going to challenge him. He's going to stay low. He's going to make the tackle. Another smart kid that's always in the right spot and, and does a lot of things for us. Uh, doesn't get a lot of offensive time because he's backing up Colton at, at the tight end spot, and Colton plays you know the whole game basically. But uh, defensively, does a great job at outside linebacker for us. Yes. So you got a lot of of, of these Neils and, and Myers and, and other guys that are will play that role. You know, they found a role on the team. Uh, uh, maybe they're a special teams guy. Uh, but you seem to have a lot of guys that would probably start on other teams or, or, or maybe they are starting or, or maybe they're playing, but maybe play a little bit more, maybe be the, the center of the team. Uh, but you got a lot of unselfish players that, that uh, say, well, I can do this for you, coach, when you need me, don't you? We do. And, and you know, we, we, we really focus on that. You know, we talk to them about the fact is it's, it's team, you know, it's all about the team. What can we do to make the team better? I mean, yes, we want to, when a, when a kid does something good, we're going to, we're going we're gonna to emphasize it and we're going to publicize it and we're going to make sure that people know about it. But I mean, during the game, it's just like, how can we, what can we do to make the team better? Can we just, you know, just, you know, be a, a group and, you know, they do a really good job of it. The kids, the kids really buy into it. Um, you know, they're like any other kids, though. They want their name drawn. They want to be noticed. And, and they do a good job of, and I want to say conforming, but a good job of, of understanding how I want it done and, and the fact that it's a team. And, and they do they do a good job of that. Yeah, you don't have to play uh, every minute of the game to make a big contribution. And, and there's just a lot of guys. Um, I, I thought it was a whole team effort, uh, uh, particularly that game. Uh, I just thought it was just – and then I, I you got a good opportunity to – to get the second string and, and get them some varsity uh, in the second half, uh, maybe even a little bit into the first half. Uh, um, how do you feel about the team as a whole? Well, I think we're playing really well right now. I mean, we're, you know, we're starting to get a little more healthy. 
uh, you know, early in the year, Brian was really working on a on a on an elbow issue issue, and it really limited what he was doing. And he's been getting more healthy. Uh, you know, we don't seem to be quite taping as many guys as we were in the past. We seemed that the first three, four weeks of the season, it seemed like every kid on the team was getting taped up for something. Um, you know, but we played three very physical, hard games to start the year with with Fremont Mills, Winfield, and in Iowa Valley. So, I mean you're going to take a little bit of a pounding there and we're, we're, we're getting into a, a part of our schedule here where we've had some more success and, and we, we've got some kids, some rest and, and we're getting better at that. And I, you know, our biggest part going down the stretch here is, is getting the kids enough reps to stay sharp come playoff times. I mean, I think we're, we're, we're pretty much, we're not locked into the playoffs quite yet. I think we have to beat uh, new London this week to make sure we're, we're officially in the playoffs, but I mean, we're, we're looking pretty good to make the playoffs and, um, you know, we just got to start preparing and getting ready for that. Yeah, well, you were prepared and ready, and uh, uh, you, you, you really put it to a team that, that I I mean, me, Scotty Melvin, uh, uh, Jeff Mills, you know, is whatever we are at, at looking at teams, uh, uh, we all thought, well, Jeff and uh, um, uh, Scotty did some research, and uh, they had some pretty good athletes. In fact, uh, you scored real early, and then they came back and, and threw a good pass, and, and uh, uh uh, I got a, a, a touchdown, and, and Jeff and I thought, you know, this could be one of them old-fashioned uh, eight-man barn burners. Uh, uh, but they did have some good players, and they didn't dial down on you. And they had a big guy in the middle, and they had uh, – uh, uh, they did – I don't think they have a lot of great players, but they did have some great players, particularly that receiver. He got a lot of uh, tackles. Uh, what did you think of their team? Well, I mean, they're just young. Uh, you know, they're going to be a tough team to play in a couple years here. Yeah, you know, they, they started – four five, I think four sophomores uh you know they, they just have a real young team and and they're not super big yet I mean you know we're blessed with some size I mean we're, we're we're a bigger team we're more physical our style of play just didn't match theirs uh you know we took away their run game and, and made them throw and, and we knew they were going to throw so we were able to do some things to, to help help our defensive backs out on that and you know so you know they're a good team it's just we weren't a good matchup for them uh, you know they're gonna they're gonna win some games. They get they're they're athletic. Uh, they can put points up on the board. You know and and you know we're gonna try to be the opposite of that. We wanna we're gonna put points up, but we're gonna try to stop you. We don't want we don't want those good old fashioned eight man shootouts. We don't. Yeah, want I can't think of any yeah, too many of them that I ever remember you being in. To be honest with you, uh, we we tried that once a couple five six years ago. We had a we had a group that we thought could score a bunch of points. So we tried. We just worked on on. We concentrated on, on offense more than defense, and we don't do that anymore. Coach Roth does a good job of, of making sure our defense is ready to go. And, uh, you know, we give up 24 points. That 34 we give to Winfield is way more than we want to give up. You know, our goal is to give up, you know, 21 or less. And, and um, you know, we're, we're doing a good job of that this year. All right. Well, uh, is there any, any other players on the offense or defense that we didn't get to talk about that maybe we should? Oh, I'm sure we missed somebody, but I mean, we, you know, we'll talk about it next week because I'm sure these kids will step up and do a good job this week. Yeah, we already uh, talked know, about a plenty, that's for sure. And there were so many of them making great plays. There were. They do a really nice job. And, you know, it's a team effort. Actually, I do got one. Uh, you know, our kicking game's uh, well, really sort of been weak lately. And I think John McLaughlin did a great job of kicking the other night. He had three touchbacks. He put uh, four other kicks inside the five and let our kick coverage team get down there and get them. Uh, and he made two PATs. Uh, you know, he didn't start as a kicker at the beginning of the year, but we sort of moved him in about week two in practice. And it was like week three or so we started doing it in games. 
and uh, he's done a really nice job of working on it. He, he stays late at practice every night. He's out there before practice working on it. Uh, he's finding a way to contribute, and he does a great job kicking for us. And, and, you know, as these touchbacks keep coming, touchbacks are huge in eight-man because if you can make a team try to drive from the 15 all the way down and score every time, that, that, that's, a, that's a chore. I mean, that's a lot of a lot of distance for a for a high school team to, to go without trying to make mistakes, and especially as good as our defense is, is not giving up the big play and making a team drive to go down and score. Uh, you know, that kicking game's really, really helped, and I thought John had a really, really good game for us Friday night. Well, that was my next question was what you thought about the special teams, and, and I wholeheartedly agree. This move to John McLaughlin, uh, he just is consistent, and um, he just improving and improving. And he's doing a great job with the extra points. Great job with the kickoffs. Um, that that aspect of your game, I, I, I think, uh, has come up better uh, because look at all the pressure you put on. I don't know how the hell high Lichty got off the ground to punt to, to tap that punt, but it was way up there. Uh, you just got all aspects of this game now that the kicking thing seems to be straightened out. Uh, really firing on all cylinders. Uh, um, how how good do you think your special teams is right? Well, I think they're really good, you know. And, and another kid, you know, Isaac Isaac Rich and, and Gage Samo are, are two return guys. They they get back there for kickoffs, and you know, I have a feeling we're not going to see too many deep balls anymore. I think I think Isaac returned two kicks last night, averaged uh, almost forty yards a return. You know, they're going to just start. You know, if we're going to get the ball at midfield anyway, they're going to onside it and try to take their, their chances of getting the ball that way instead of just letting us return it there. So, I mean. We're doing a really nice job on special teams. I mean, that's that's sort of a forgotten part in eight man, but I think our kids do a good job. And it's just, um, you know, like I said, we're starting to play really well again. I mean, we had that one down week, and and we're starting to to ramp up to where we need to be when we get to playoffs. Well, what about this Gage Samos? I've never uh, said his name before, but I found myself mentioning him uh, two, three, four times. Uh, uh, I mean, Gage is a great athlete. I mean, he was a he qualified for for state wrestling the last two years as as a freshman and a sophomore. Um, he's I think he just qualified both years, at least one of the two years he did. But I mean, you know, he's just not very big, uh, very very gritty kid though. I mean, he played some D back for us last night uh, or Friday night and did a, a real nice job of, of breaking on the on the ball and, and making contacts. You know, you talk about sure tacklers. Joel Meyer does a great job of tackling. Gage does too. Uh, Gage does a very good job of, of staying low and, and and taking people's legs out and, and getting them to the ground. And he's not afraid of anybody. I mean, it doesn't matter how big or how small. Also, just like Joel, I mean, he's going to take them on uh, and, and get them down. You know, our kick coverage team, him and him and Isaac are the first two down there almost every time. They do a great job of getting down there and, and making tackles on kickoffs. And, you know, Gage doesn't get a lot of defensive time. He's always on the tackle board. I mean, if he gets in the game, he's getting a tackle. He finds a way to get around the ball and, and does a really nice job with it. Move. And then he plays. Then he plays wide receiver for us too. Him and him and Isaac, you know, play our, our our split end wide receiver, and we just haven't, you know, we haven't quite got them into our passing game like we want. But those two both catch the ball well, and and we'll we'll continue to work on that. Well, uh, I just wanted you to know I was paying attention out there, <laughs> as I That's do. I always okay. see I see a lot of little things maybe other people kind of miss, but. Uh... Uh, great offensive line, great defensive line, great special teams. Uh, one of the most complete games I've seen any team put out there this week. Well, anything else about this game that you want to talk about? No, that's, that's about it. That's good. Well, okay, so you, you got New London. Uh, uh, is that a road game? 
It's at New London, yep, which yeah. is always a tough place to play. We've we've struggled at New London in the past. Uh, you know, they're they're young. They're really young. Uh, they have, I think, two seniors on the team and maybe one junior. Uh, they're they're going to play a lot of freshmen and sophomores, mostly sophomores. Their sophomore class has a lot of athletes in it. You know, and they they're sort of beat up. They've lost one of the Franklin kids to to a broken arm, so he's not playing. But I mean, the rest are back and. You know, they, they played well against HLV. Uh, you know, we played HLV the other, uh, like a couple weeks ago, so we had a, a measuring stick, and, and they, they did some nice things about it. I mean, they're athletic. Uh, the Minky Bailey kid that plays quarterback for them is a, is a tough-nosed, strong kid that, that wants to run the ball hard. Um, and, you know, now that they're healthy, they can put the, the, the Reigns kid back in the, in the backfield and let him be a back again. They had to move the line for a while because of injuries. Uh, you know, he's a big running back back there. So, I mean, they have some things that we have to worry about. But, you know, we've got to go out as a team and, and play as a team and, and take away their athletes. So, uh, you got all conference or all district games after this, right? Yeah, we got we got two left. We got New London this week and uh, English Valleys next week. And then the, on week eight, we got a bye because that was supposed to be tri-count. Okay. All right. Well, uh, uh, this has been a, a, a tremendous uh uh, a victory for you this week. It looks like you're set up to roll into the playoffs. And maybe that last week, uh, uh, it's kind of a little balancing act. Sometimes you, you get a week off and you, maybe you've got some injuries. Uh, uh, maybe you've got some sore knees and some sore backs and shoulders that can heal up a little bit. Uh, but um, it, you can kind of lose your timing a little bit uh, uh, with the week off. How do you balance that? Uh, we'll be okay. We'll still practice. We'll still get through stuff. I mean, the kids won't. I mean, the kids would much rather play a game than not. But I mean, we'll we'll be fine. We'll we'll get start getting ready for playoffs and and getting some stuff done. And you know, it's what it is what it is. We've we've done this before. I mean, it seems like Tri County is always the last game on our schedule, and they've dropped a couple other years. So we had a, another year like this where we had a bye. So we'll we'll make it work. Okay. Well, uh, is there anything out? Uh, the games. Uh, uh, I'm assuming seven o'clock start. Yep, seven o'clock at New London. And, and hopefully we'll go out and have a good showing. Is there any JV games uh, uh, this week? Uh, there's not. Actually, our, our JV game that was supposed to be tonight at Easton Valley, they were down to eight kids and just didn't think that they could they could play it with eight kids. So um, we're not going to travel to Easton Valley for JV tonight. And New London canceled the JV game next Monday night because they're short on yeah, kids. Yeah, they're real short on, on, on so, numbers there too. So We're looking for JV games. We're trying to get some more stuff for our JV to play and, and see if we can – uh, you know, get them a little more time, but uh, you can only play the teams that are available. So we'll we'll see what we can do. All right. Well, uh, Coach Utiker, it's always uh, exciting to talk to you, uh, especially after a, a just such a great complete performance. I want to thank uh, Eichelberger Farms for presenting with Waco Warriors on Brown Gate Radio this year, and thank you for being with us. No problem, Dave. Thanks for having me. Flintless Manufacturing is a full service metal fabrication shop located in beautiful Burlington, Iowa. Flint Cliffs is now hiring for welders, painters, and machine operators for both first and second shift. Call 319-752-2781.